step into the bardic basement and ascend to a higher perspective. This month we have William Milligan, Chuck the Poet, Mitchell Taylor and Sandra Riley. First up is a poet called William Mulligan. I would describe him as quite a spiritual poet. I first met him at the second bardic basement at Wellingborough Library. By counting one's blessings. Make the change for humanity, but refrain from the brutality. What ignoramuses with half a brain would destroy each way and again. How so little do they know, so much the fool weeps, when ignorance is in tow with what a lifetime reaps. Count your blessings, not misfortune. One will make humble, the other resent. In that weary-minded exhaustion, it's depressingly easy to invite regret. We only pass here once in a while, so show some good-hearted style, before we grow ever gnarly and old. It's knowing peace, never bought or sold. The Future World The Future World will seek a different way, one that grows within old nature's sway, will seek to understand the human soul, not wish to corrupt with silver or gold, freed from the addiction of its own making, humanity will be ready and finally forsaking, that which imprisoned us within our minds, by the fear they used as fetters and binds. To look upon each other as you look upon yourself, where the bounty of life becomes the common-held wealth, living within Mother Nature's law, because of what we felt and saw. Here's another comedic poet called Chuck the Poet, who I've only recently discovered through his YouTube channel, even though he's been part of the basement group for a while. Hello, uh, this is Chuck. Chuck the Poet, yes, indeed. I hope you're well. Uh, all I can say is uh, I've been asked to uh, perform. You know, here we go. Here's a couple of poems that I've written. Some are from uh, a new book, some are from an old book, some are from a book which is yet to be published. But hey, we'll go with that. This one's called, uh, I'll start with this, A Short Summer. I'm recording this in January, a couple of days before the special day, my birthday. But uh, not really relevant, unfortunately. But here we go. A Short Summer. I wear my shorts in summer, cause the legs ain't long. To don shorts in the winter time, I know this would be wrong. Chillblains on my knobbly knees, I'd catch a cold and sneeze. Jack Frost would nip my ankles, my balls would feel a breeze. Now, Chuck the Poet writes poems which are generally quite short, and also 
got a bit of a punchline at the end. There's nothing wrong with that, of course, if that's what you're looking for. But it does mean there's no long, laborious words in there. There's nothing extravagant about any of these poems. Here's an instance. This is called Flippin' Fly. The flippin' fly flew, bobbed and buzzed up and down and round. Needing to rest its little wings, it settled on the ground. I pounced and trapped that blue bottle with a spoon and a plastic fork. Pulled off its wings with evil joy. The fly became a walk. It's very difficult to do poetry when it's comedic and you're looking for claps or titters or guffaws at the end of it. But uh, on this, we'll go with it. I can only hope that you've all got some sort of internal smile. Here's another one. It's called Doctors. I woke up in the morning. I felt like a TP. By midday, it was awful. I felt like a marquee. So off I went to the doctor. And he simply, simply said to me, you're too tense. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, this is all very well. Are these really poetry? Is this really poetry? Is this what we've really come to after all this lockdown and nonsense? Well, some of these poems are very long indeed. Uh, very old indeed. Not even long. Some of them. But this one's from Beer, Bread and Biscuits. It's my first poem. Um, it's quite a long poem. Uh, and one of the first poems I'd written is called Mr. Bow. Mr. Bow flaps his ears with glee, hoping to disturb an irritating flea. He's standing tall, looking around. His trunk is falling to the ground. Mr. Bow's big ears that flap and beat to cool him in the midday heat. Eyes stare at trees with movement in. And now there's something worrying him. Mr. Bow is dressed in a dusty grey. From foot to foot he starts to sway. Fears arrive as a nasty smell across Savannah. All's not well. Mr. Bow, his majesty, better known as Jum, holds his ground. He will not run. A gun is fired. The beast is stunned. A cry, a shout, but worse to come. Mr. Bow's not dead. He lies in the dirt. Three men approach, wanting to hurt. Kalashnikov poised, aims to hit, but from above, a rifle whip. Mr. Bow looks up, his assailants too, a hovering tropper, ranger and his crew. They're here to save, to help old Jum, protect the wildlife, that's they've come. The Stop the muggers, such evil men, the passion of greed was controlling them for tusks to kill and send to ground. One gang has been stopped, more must be found. Mr. Jumbo's saved, free and he's still here, but the threat on elephants won't disappear. Don't buy ivory, trade or in consume, or the death of the elephant will be very, very soon. See, that hasn't got a punchline, has it? But um, I like elephants. They're important. I like them a lot. They're big. They're huge, if you've ever stroked an elephant. And it's weird. People say, oh, you can't stroke animals anymore. You can stroke dogs and cats. And you might find an odd pig in a farmyard somewhere and give it a bit of a, a ruffle around. But, you know, you, 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 some animals you just really shouldn't touch at all because, um, you know, it, it's got the very delicate fur and stuff. But elephants, yeah, good to go. Nice creatures. Clever. Um, so, as I was saying, so uh, here we go then. From uh, large elephants to very small animal indeed. Sassy Zygontoma. You're a primitive surface slitherer, skating with a wiggle, watch as you walk. A sassy zygontoma, a creature 
from the cork. Super shiny, silvery swish skids about a petri dish. An insect bug from yesteryear, a tiny silver fish. Who'd have thunk it? That's what they're called. Zygontoma. Um, so, yeah, it's good. Here's one. 20 seconds of positivity. It don't matter if you're big or small, what creed you are, short or tall, happy, unhappy, fit or not, loaded up or not a lot, running fast or a little late, it don't matter because we're all just great. Uh, somebody asked me to write that for them. Uh, I hope that's helped you. Um, yes, I'm reading through these. Um, here's an old one again from the first book. As I said, beer, bread and biscuits. Um, I am a vegetarian, I eat a lot of beans. People say to me, really, are you a vegetarian? Looking at me as if to say, well, you don't look much like a vegetarian. And uh, I put that down to the fact of uh, beer, bread and biscuits, hence the name of the book. Um, they all popped their clogs. In the front room, first the cat died. Then the budgie popped his clogs, followed by Iggy, the iguana, and Bill, one of the dogs. But it wasn't till Uncle Ted passed by, we were consumed with guilt and gloom. And we asked ourselves the question... Why is this called the living room? Thanks very much. So, um, yeah, I hope you're enjoying this. I, I, I don't know. You know, the people of Northamptonshire. Saying that, as this is going out over Northamptonshire and uh, part of a Northamptonshire group, I'm looking for a poem that's uh, maybe relevant to Northamptonshire. And, um, oh, here's one, oddly enough. It's called Chudes, Ode to Ca Northamptonshire, the capital of cobblers. Northamptonshire is the centre of the industry of shoes, where many are made in shapes and styles and colours just for you to choose. See, shoes are really useful, designed and made with care, and all the folk of Northamptonshire seem to have a pair. Thanks. So, um, yes, that's that's the kind of thing we get to. So we'll move into Jelly Toffee, the second book. Um, whereas Beer, Bread and Biscuits... It's more of a concept because um, it's usually the first three things I write on my shopping list. Uh, Jelly Toffee is actually a poem, but uh, I'll save you from that and not do that one. Um, I'll do um, I'll do this one, I think. Um, yes, I don't know. I've rewritten most of these. I don't get to do this one very much. So um, let's let's try this one. I'm just rabbling now. I'm reading all these and thinking, wow, that's quite good, isn't it? Um, no, I'll never get my tongue around that. Oh, hey! Um, yes, I don't know. Um, this one's based... I'll see if I can get through this. This one's based on... Um, yeah, if you're writing poetry, and I don't know. Many of you may do if you're writing poetry. You um, may base it on the melody of a famous or popular tune um this was called sent coventry um and i used the basis of a blondie song to uh, hit the rhythms i was sent to coventry i want a flat pack and i want to buy it now give me an allen key and i'll show you how i need a chair maybe even a table it must be swedish with maybe a name cop mabel not like the Tory government, more strong and stable. Serve up some reindeer meatballs, copula, read the label. Assembled furniture, Ikea simple, nothing better. With no veneer in here, you follow instructions to the letter. You erect your billy bookcase, you've used up all the bits. It shouldn't look like it used to, but never thing just fits as it falls apart. 
so obviously, if you're reading that out of the book, um, lots of tongue twists in there. Uh, you're likely to fall over at some point. But, uh, you know, that's what you get for reading poetry. Here's a newer one. Um, I, I do like food. Uh, <laughs> written poems. Lots of poems about food. They're bizarre. This was called Pizza. I have a craving for pizza, crispy and round and thin, with tomatoes and mozzarella, fresh basil from Turin. Aromas deliver me to Roma. In Pisa, I'd be set for life, but at home, cut into sixes with my own infinity knife. Or pizza wheel. That's what I call it in my house. So I went through a bit of a project. I'll do these uh, very briefly. Um, I went to a, a bit of a project and I wrote some little books um, regarding places I'd been to and visited um, and written these into poems with pictures, what I had taken um, in the places I was visiting. So this is a version. These are all based on exactly the same format. They're all called a visit to somewhere and they're all exactly four lines and... Um, Let's go. Um, this is called A Visit to Malta. The Triton Fountain... So I'll try to start again. The Triton Fountain is most excellent. You won't find one wetter or better as you walk the fortress city, simply known as Valletta. There you go. That sums up Malta uh, completely and utterly. Um, uh, here's one. A Visit to Dubai. To see the Burj Khalifa. So high it makes you think. It's also dark... Sorry, I'll do that again. A visit to Dubai. To see the Burj Khalifa, so high it makes you think. It's also hot and dry there, so you cannot get a drink. Um, there you go. Uh, it is dry there. Uh, it is a dry country. There's no beer available. Um, so, uh, and the last one, what should we do here? Oh, some have made it. Some have made a cut, but uh, some haven't. A visit to Sardinia, small island off Italy, of course. I wanted to see flamingos. So on a city visit to Cagliari, you see, they're lovely when they're flying, but at close, they're rather scary. There you go, Sardinia uh, in four lines of poetry. Anyway, um, I'll let you get back to what you're doing now. My name's been Chuck the Poet. Uh, the books, if you want to find them, uh, are available from 3P Publishing. If you go to YouTube, I have a YouTube channel called simply Chuck the Poet. If you want to follow me on Facebook, uh, you can go to the page which is generally called Chuck the Poet. And if you want to find me on Twitter, it's called Would You Believe It? And, you're, and it's shocking this, Chuck the Poet. Um, so yeah, uh, I hope that's useful to you. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, I am Chuck the Poet. I hope that I'll be playing in a venue near you soon. Come on, Northamptonshire. Um, all the best. Cheers. Good night. And buy the second edition of Chuck Poet's book, a photo poetry book, by DMing him. And here's a bit where I would tell you where to find Chuck's stuff on social media. But he's already done that. So moving on. Next up is a poet called Sandra Riley, who I first encountered at one of the later Wellingham Library Bardic Basement meetings. Here, she's performing at the Bardic Picnic, around the time that the Bardic Basement was first performed, in August 2018. Good afternoon. What a lovely event this looks like being. Entertainment, food and drink, all in one place. Excellent. This is my first Bardic picnic. So in the words of Miranda Hart, bear with, bear with. So let me introduce us. We are Poems for the Journey. I am Sandra, the poet, and that is my daughter Sophie. She is in charge of social media. So Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and also the website. 
Now, this is because she is a teenager and they have this skill set. So, today I'm going to read you four of my poems. One is a nostalgic look back at my youth in the 1970s. So, if like me, you are... Some of it may ring a bell. I hope so anyway. Then I have a short poem written about how I see the austerity cuts on the average person. Ooh, I hear a bit edgy, bit deep. Well, I'll balance that out with my last poem, which is a humorous take on the world of A-list celebrity. So I'll start with a poem that was published earlier on this year by two Lunks publications. It was for their International Women's Day, where I was one of their featured poets. And it's called Raging. Rage, raging goes I into the night, without fear, without trepidation. Each step my first or my last, every breath my last or my first. Unclear, confused, lost but somehow found again. Near to death but also alive, fate and its fickle fingers decide. The moon enlarged and luminous casting its light on my tortured soul. Peace, peaceful go I to sleep, without regret, without recrimination. Each dream a memory of times gone by, each memory dreamt on pillows soft, safe encased in soft, light gaze. A false security offered, eyes betray the offered hand of friendship or incarceration. I try to wake my sedated mind, but the night enslaves me whole. Thank you. Thank you. So I write about a variety of subjects, as you'll see from the, uh, from the selection of poems today. I also write for children, and I write poems for drama workshops. The next poem is a look back to my 70s childhood and a life before social media. Something that would fill my daughter with dread. No Wi-Fi, no life. So if you remember Cresta Pop and Sherbet Dab, you're on the right journey. This one is called When We Was Young. As a kid, did you have a pantry? The place where your mum kept the cake. It always smelt so very good when in the oven it would bake. She'd hide it well amongst the tea bags, lemonade and dad's old flask. If you tried to eat it early, she'd off take you to task. The door would swing open wide and there she'd stand, hands on hips. You'd stare back with sticky fingers, cake crumbs adorned your little lips. Her arms would wave and she'd threaten you with your father's old work belt. And as nice as that Victoria sponge was, you knew how the leather felt. You learnt to tell the time in them days, so you weren't late home for tea. Dad clocked off at 4.30 and was home by 5 from the factory. Off to get ourselves a bath. Oldest first, youngest last. Pajamas on in front of the fire, Ovaltine in tiny hands grasped. Bedtime beckons, stairs are climbed, errant little sleepy heads. Lights are dimmed, pillows plumped up, 
fast asleep, we're in our beds. Thank you. Thank you. So now we're going to move on uh, to a more serious subject. That is one of social issues. It's just a short poem uh, that asks questions about how decisions are made and how they affect the average person, you and me. And it's called The Plight of the Working Man. People reel from the decisions made in their name. Whose idea was it to put workers in the frame? So the economy is crumbling due to bureaucratic mumbling. But how is that the fault of the working man? Bankers in high places make profit warnings. The city knows that the day is dawning. Still the economy is crumbling due to bureaucratic mumbling. But how is that affecting the working man? Politicians change like the weather on a map. They like to rearrange the unsavoury chaps. Watch the economy crumbling due to bureaucratic mumbling. But what now for the working man? Thank you, thank you. So, we're nearly at the end. It's been lovely to meet you all and share my poems with you. Before I read my final poem, uh, I just want to say that uh, if you want to find out more about Poems for the Journey, Sophie has some flyers and information on uh, on our online presence. And she has copies of my poetry magazine for sale. So if you're interested, just make yourself known to her after we've finished and, um, and she'll sort you out. So, the last poem is a humorous take on the world of celebrity and how their lives are played out in full on social media. This poem's called Angelina Jolie. I'm aiming to look like Angelina Jolie. I'm not far off now, as anyone can see. I've started to look for my Brad Pitt. But so far all I've seen is Mad Dog Mick. He's got a beard and half a dozen kids. So you can see, he's worth a few quid. All I need now is a movie role. I'm struggling a bit with life on the dole. So when next time I'm paid, I'm getting her wig and some shorts like Lara for that Hollywood gig. Lucky for me, I've got some unique tattoos. So it's looking good. I just can't lose. I'm not an ambassador saving children from harm, but... I've worked for free beer in the King's Arms. So next time you see me, give me a wave. Ask for an autograph from me minder, Dave. What? I've just found out. They're bloody living apart. Damn you, Brangelina. You've broken my heart. Now who's that Meryl Streep? She seems all right. Dave. Get me some ABBA. It's going to be a long night. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. If you want to hear more, we are at the Scarecrow Festival on September the 9th. No, not as a scarecrow, just reading poems. Thank you. You can find links to Sandra's stuff in the description. Our last act, Mitchell Taylor, likes to describe himself like this. Mitchell likes to shout his head off about politics, work 
the general malaise of modern life and everything in between. He's been a bard of both Northampton and Shirley Stratford in the past, but nowadays he's just a loud bloke who sometimes rhymes. Hello Bardic Basement Podcast, I'm Mitchell and I uh, shout about stuff in songs and poems. This is a song, it's called Up Int. It's all open source now, just open your eyes and you'll see something there. It's all open source now, the answers to your questions, well they are right here. We're all curators now, it's chucked and lined up in advance. Welcome my story now, you can see my whole life at a glance. How we under suspicion, just another nameless profile. Is this just a collection man, or something more sinister and vile? Watches the watchmen when I'm watching myself all the time. And who are the people sat the other end of that line? We're all just clerks now for the folders for GCHQ. Where civil liberties are just something that we used to do. We're all just agents now, keeping close tabs apart ourselves. If you want my story now, it's become someone else's to sell. Who watches the watchmen when I'm watching myself all the time? Who are the people inside the other end of that line? How we under suspicion, not just another nameless profile.
Oh, so here's another song of mine. It's called uh, "For the Benefit of." I declare that from this time I'm doing better, but not quite fine. I'm eating again, but that's not enough. Blank on emotion, but full of love. Well, I declare I've got a grip of CBT and a lifelong trip. Course for a year, now it's in my head, along with them voices. That want me dead Well I thought I could be Something other than just chronically Well I thought I could be A lot of things A lot of things Well I declare I know who I am An aimless wanderer Still going a plan Well I say dumb And faces lost all covering up, working out the cost And I declare, I'm not the outside Only ever shouting, so help me hide It's a public face, and I wear it well Sometimes let it slip, sometimes show the hell Well I thought I could be Something other than just chronically Lots of things, lots of things. Well, it's all for the benefit of. 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 Well, it's all for the benefits of. Well, it's all for the benefit of. Me, I declare that from this time I'm doing better. But not quite fine I'm eating again But that's not enough Blank on emotion But full of love Oh man A year of not really having gigs and stuff Does a, a number on your hands Doesn't it? I'm gonna, I'm gonna do some poems now This is a a poem I wrote not too long ago. Uh, it's called The Useless Shit I Now Know. They never explain the risks of minimum wage work. This grinding down of your mental faculties till you go berserk. There are years spent working with nothing much to show except for this long list in my head of useless shit I know. I can cash up, search for stock, process refunds on all the tills. I can set up accounts and credit cards, take payments on your bills. I know how to break down and deep clean a pot wash machine for the next day. I know when you're doing it, I like shit. 
I know when you do a lot of night shifts, they never get it right in your pay. I know how to fake a smile, chat about weather, the tools to survive in retail. I've seen people lose their minds to the big Blue Cross sale. I've witnessed the chaos of warehouses, months behind on orders, and I've watched very limited power go to the heads of most of my superiors. I've learnt new levels of hatred for pop songs played on a loop. I've learnt the true value of an on-shift half-an-hour poop. I've learnt that in the quiet times, it's still best to look busy. I learnt that a lot of companies don't give a fuck about mental health policy. I learnt that those in management positions hardly ever do their fair share. I've found a lot of employers who abuse their duty of care. I've found a lot of people who won't employ the mentally ill. The best employees, someone desperate enough, they'll bend right to their will. And they never explain the risks of minimum wage work. This grinding down of your mental faculties till you go berserk. There are years spent working with nothing much to show except for this long list in my head of useless shit I know. Oh. Oh. It's a weird format, isn't it? Podcasts are, are incredibly normal, but something about 2020... 2021 now even, wow. But recording in a bedroom when otherwise I'd never I would never have done this. You're rambling, Mitchell. You're rambling. Do a song before you lose them. This is a song, it's called uh, Mind the Gap. It's that time again when they say the kids will never learn. All they do is find new ways to watch their bridges burn on. But you didn't build a future, you just abused your kids with zero hour contracts, horrendous skits. Became obsessed with power, chased it down with so much love. No surprise to anyone, there's a generation gap is trust. Is it all around in the circle? When the will come, unless we make a change. Yes, it all runs in circles. Unless we make but it's that time again Forget your troops There's no need to deploy your men Was our thoughts by politicians With little red buttons So why stake a claim You can just dig a grain Take out anyone who isn't on the same page When you're at the top you repeat the same actions and claim that you are sane Yes, it all runs in a circle When the will come Unless we make a change Yes, it all runs in circles Unless we 
tell us who to hate List them up Construct them up Their own right hands Fill the ranks With tell powers others Who betrayed this land oh, They were up the whole community Told it had died Started in the 80s Instead they bloody tried can't be a community, no one stand as one. You say the battle's over, we say it's only just begun. Yes, it all runs in circles. When Trumpy will come, unless we make a change. Yes, it Well, yeah, that's probably my time, everyone. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoy the Bardic Basement podcast in a bit. You can find Mitchell's band under Taylor Smith on Facebook. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and share this podcast around. And another thing. You can support the Bardic Basement by going to our coffee page. Thank you. You can donate by looking in the description or going to our website.